0: Welcome to
1: Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is
0: brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga.
1: Hey, West Virginia. Are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share with you their positive business stories. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications like the State Journal. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the mountain state with these positive business success stories. Positively West Virginia is a passion project of mine and my team. Like you, we get tired of hearing that West Virginia is at the top of the bad list all the time and at the bottom of the good list. So we thought, what can we do to help move the needle just a little bit in a positive direction? That's when this idea was born. One of the things we love to do is talk about people and their story, especially their business stories. That's why my team at Interaction Media started this podcast. We want to do our part to help tell the great business stories and help promote the great business people who are absolutely getting it done in our state. This week, we're going to learn about John Lichter. He's the broker and owner of Sunbelt Business Advisors of Morgantown, West Virginia. John Lichter, are you ready to get down to business?
0: Absolutely. Ready to go.
1: All right, John, I'm so glad that you're on our podcast to talk about your company. John Lichter's career has been filled with entrepreneurial experiences and accomplishments. In the process of completing a degree specializing in small business management at West Virginia University, John founded Riversport Whitewater Recreation Center in Confluence, Pennsylvania. Upon selling Riversport in 1987, he acquired a real estate broker's license and joined Business Brokers of America in Orlando, Florida. In 1989, he pioneered the concept of single-agency buy-sell business brokerage with a company called Business Acquisition Team Incorporated in 1991. He started a company called Postal Delivery System Incorporated to drop ship and direct mail parcels and mail into postal facilities throughout the country. After selling that company in 2001, he returned to Southwestern Pennsylvania where he served as coordinator of the Institute of Advanced Technology for the Community College of Allegheny County and worked as a bilingual customer service agent for National City Home Loan Services before returning to the noble field of business brokerage with Sunbelt of Pittsburgh in 2006. John then opened the Morgantown office of Sunbelt in 2008 and continues to build a team of professional business brokers to represent serious buyers as well as sellers of companies. His goal is to bring professional business brokerage to rural counties in the tri-state area of West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Maryland, while providing a positive economic impact to the region. John resides in Morgantown, West Virginia, with his wife, Ann Lawson, and Ann's daughter, Seneca. His outside interests include paddling whitewater rivers, ice hockey, skiing, and bike riding. He likes to also visit his daughter, Veronica, who is an incredible artist living out in California. John, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life.
0: Well, I, I first need to fill in one gap. I not only have a daughter in Truckee, California, I now have a granddaughter who's actually oh. uh, just turned two years old. Her name's awesome. Mazzy. Awesome.
1: awesome. Very cool.
0: I, I also wanted to mention that I first came to uh, West Virginia in 1975. I was in high school, grew up in Greensburg and uh, became a raft guide, and started guiding on the uh, Cheat River. From there, I fell in love with West Virginia, chose to go to WVU, and then fell in love again in 2006. My wife, Ann Lawson, happened to live in Morgantown, my alma mater. So that brought me full circle back to West Virginia.
1: How cool was that? John? you know, obviously you've got a wide experience doing business, not only working in companies, but actually owning companies and starting companies. How did you get interested in the business brokerage business?
0: Well, I started my first business, uh, River Sport, right out of college. I uh, sold the business and then I moved to Florida, had family there. Was Frankly, I was a single parent at the time and I uh, looked around and I saw an ad for a business broker. I just sold a business and never heard of a business broker. Hmm. So as I explored that idea, needed to get a real estate license, one thing led to another, and uh, I trained with a company called Business Brokers of America. I had some very good trainings, found some good mentors, and realized that there's a tremendous need for, for some help when you wanna sell a business. Uh, the first thing I realized is that when you sell a business different than a house or a car, you want it, you want it to be confidential. You don't want your employees to find out your customers and you really don't want your competitors to know that you're trying to sell your business. I I think that's all kind of, uh, kind of more important when you get into a rural area. Uh, mm-hmm. When people see a business for sale, uh, they they sort of think that it's going out of business, that it's failing, right. and that that is definitely not the case. Uh, when that's you start a business, you should be thinking about selling the business someday.
1: Yeah. So, John, for for Sunbelt Business Advisors of Morgantown, that's your that's your main company. What is your 30-second elevator pitch? How, what do you, how do you sell it to, um, to people that you may meet for the first time? What, what's your 30-second elevator pitch?
0: Well, uh, we work in West Virginia, and in West Virginia, businesses should never die of old age. Uh, we help the sellers of businesses to transition when they're ready to retire or when they want to move on to other things. Uh, we fill a need. For them to be able to confidentially sell their business, and we also provide a, an opportunity for uh, buyers to get into business uh, without doing some of the heavy lifting. To be able to buy a uh, existing business, sometimes a very established business, uh, by working with the with the seller, and we create those relationships. Uh, we also feel that we do a service to the state of West Virginia. Uh, to help the economy to retain businesses.
1: Hmm. Excellent. I love the way you put that. Businesses should never die of old age. That's that's an awesome, awesome idea and uh, concept. Now, so many times you see, you know, uh, somebody who you know you've known for forever. So maybe a small business on the on the corner downtown somewhere, and you, you see owners owners retiring. Everything must go, right? Exactly. They're dying of old age. But you're saying, really, there should be an exit strategy. If you've built this business over a number of years, rather than walking away from it and just shutting it down, there could be a market out there for it. Most of the time, there is a market out there for it.
0: Exactly. The one thing I learned at the West Virginia Economic Summit with John Deskins is that our population in West Virginia is declining, and also the population of businesses has declined. Uh, As the business owners age and they perhaps don't have an exit plan, uh, they very often close an established business, liquidate the inventory, the equipment, lay the employees off, and they have vacant property. Uh, It's it's a horrible situation uh, in terms of economic development. It takes many years to establish a business. Startups don't fill the the void of an established business with a a number of employees. So we feel that if we can uh, help the seller to sell the business, it it has a huge impact at retaining the business, keeping the employees, the customers don't lose their their service or their product. And it it really has a, a tremendous impact on the economic development of West Virginia.
1: Hmm. John, I love your passion for, for helping, you know, helping businesses not only succeed but, but to transition to that next phase. What would you say that is the thing that you're most excited about for your company right now?
0: Well, right now, I, I've been operating as a one-man operation. Uh, I'm a broker. But when I think of a broker, as in real estate, I think there's a broker and then there are agents. In the last year, we've trained three new agents, uh, one in Parkersburg, one in the Eastern Panhandle, and one in Charleston. And they're now starting to list businesses, work with buyers and sellers, and I'm taking more of a team leader role, uh, mentoring, helping them to service their clients. So we're, we're really developing uh, more of the team that we've been striving for for some time to be able to service the entire state.
1: Where are those uh, business
0: brokerages, Uh Well, one is in Parkersburg, uh, Bob Boone. Uh, one is in uh, Charleston, Max Knapp, Maxwell Knapp. And the other is Thomas Long, who actually lives in uh, Deep Creek in Oakland, Maryland, uh, but services the eastern part of West Virginia. And the, the northeastern will say
1: Yeah well, that's fantastic. that's that's something I didn't know which is which is amazing. Now you've got this team of foot soldiers out there that can help you know not not only people who um, are seeking not to, to let their company die of old age, as you put it, but also to be able to uh, maybe um, in some cases uh, more rapidly enter the business uh, ownership or entrepreneurship, world by buying a, an existing business so you help both purchasers and sellers
0: yes yeah, so we we can work we we call ourselves a single agency or we work as single agents meaning that we'll work for the buyer or the seller not for both and uh, it's important that when we do work for buyers uh, we have different goals and uh, we feel that works very well also but at this point, most of what we address is the uh, the need to help the sellers to sell the businesses. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I would imagine um, a couple of benefits for using a, a broker or an agent in, in a situation is, is the due diligence alone, right?
0: Uh, absolutely. Our job doesn't start or doesn't stop when we make an agreement. Uh, the most critical period is when we have a purchase agreement between the buyer and the seller. Invariably, there are conditions and contingencies uh, which need to be met. And one out of three deals crash and burn during that due diligence phase. Uh, It often has to do with banks and financing. Very often has to do with uh, in addition to lenders, uh, landlords, and sometimes franchisors. If it's a franchise, we work with reselling franchises and there's a specific process uh, for the new owners to become uh, franchisees or franchisees. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, that's excellent. Well, it sounds like you're serving an extremely important role there and I I love what you're doing Uh, and you guys have been at this for a while now um, which, you know, with your experience as as an entrepreneur yourself and now with a training and, and all the different you know, experience you have in this uh, brokerage, business brokerage, uh, you truly are now a, uh, a true advisor to people who are interested in buying or selling. John, as a business owner yourself, um, I like to, to take people back to their worst business moment. I think there's a lot to be gained from the experience we have and, and sometimes in those dark, dark days. But take us to that place of your worst business experience as a business owner and, and uh, maybe the lesson that you learned from that.
0: Well, my, my worst experience actually occurred in, in West Virginia, and uh, several years ago, I took a somewhat of a break from the business brokerage, I took an interest in helping the seller of a business, and my wife and I actually bought a restaurant. Uh, we saw a great opportunity, uh, saw some things that we could do to improve the business, help the community, sort of bail out the seller. And, uh, we tried to move quickly. We, we thought that there was a need for the, uh, business to either remain open or reopen after some renovations. And we moved a little bit too quickly. I didn't do our due diligence and never had a very solid lease. Uh, we, we came across an unscrupulous landlord, we'll say, uh, that, that took advantage of the situation. Uh, it cost us, it cost the business, cost the employees, and, and really cost the community. So uh, you know, what we know as business brokers, brokers, the rules really should never be broken. <laughs> it's something that it takes time. You do need attorneys, you need, do need accountants to be involved. And uh, you know, when, one thing we've learned over the years there are no shortcuts. You, you really need to do that, and, and it's tedious. Uh, it involves a lot of accounting, a lot of specific language, but uh, it, it's always good to cross your T's and dot your I's. Uh, good fences make good neighbors. So it's we tend to want to take shortcuts and do things on a handshake here in West Virginia, And uh, many of our older sellers feel very strongly that way. Some have always done business that way. But uh, sometimes we're the uh, kind of the parliamentarians, you know, where we step in and try to formalize the process, uh, which is, it tends to save all parties in the long run. At the same time, we do understand relationships and the need for trust, which is one thing that we value and I think we have a great advantage in West Virginia. Uh, business owners tend to be very straightforward and, and frankly, very honest.
1: Yeah. John, that, that kind of leads me into my next question. What would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia?
0: I think it's the tremendous opportunity uh, for us as business brokers. There, there's virtually no competition uh, if we were in Florida, there'd be over a thousand brokers uh, working within the state. And we're finding that there are entire areas that are very underserved. Uh, we find that uh, many times somebody wants to sell their business and they're just, sometimes I say there's not enough entrepreneurial DNA. So the, the fact that there aren't a lot of buyers uh, provides a great opportunity to, for those that are willing to step up and perhaps own several businesses. We have a governor that owns many, many, many businesses. Uh, that's that's an opportunity for those that are willing to uh, play the game, get involved, take some risk, but also experience tremendous upside, tremendous opportunities out there right now in West Virginia. Mm.
1: I love that. Uh, That's one of the missions we have here at Positively West Virginia is to motivate and inspire people. And and I I totally agree with what you're saying in in terms of the opportunity here in our state. And So we're going to get right back to that, but first, John, I want to take a a quick few seconds to mention some of our sponsors here for Positively West Virginia. The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, John, let's get right back to it. With, you know, In terms of your, your company, Sunbelt, in, in West Virginia, what's the vision for your organization long term?
0: Well, as I mentioned, I, I changed from being the service provider to being a team leader. So we see the opportunity... And we're hoping to fill the, the void in providing a service that can educate both buyers and sellers uh, and help to create a very viable aftermarket for businesses. Uh, we realized that we do a lot of educating, a lot of presentations, and we need to do more that people in the in the state, attorneys, accountants, financial advisors, need to know that Uh, it's very important to have an exit plan. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's very important to understand the the rules of the game, uh, to have a certain level of sophistication in order to be successful at at that stage of business ownership. Uh, None of us live forever. So it's very, very important to to have a plan. And uh, our vision is to to help the entire state, which, as you know, it's a, a large rural state, uh, we need more brokers. We need a larger team. And it takes time. It takes experience, which many people in the state have as entrepreneurs understanding the process. But then we need to be able to apply that to build a strong team of well-trained brokers uh, to help literally thousands of business owners uh, wanting to retire, wanting to Transition out of their businesses.
1: I mean, I was on your website uh, just this week, and and I mean, you've got everything from a a car wash to a recycling business to an escape room for sale to a a concrete contracting company. I think there was a home building uh, supply and home center on there listed. I mean, you've got all sorts of companies that you're representing. So there's there is opportunity for people who want they want to get in and, and they want to start a company. Here's and they've got some business sense there's I mean this is like turnkey, you come in you've already got customers, right
0: absolutely it, it's difficult because of confidentiality for us to speak in detail, yeah sure about the businesses, but we can talk about some businesses that we've sold yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. when I was in pittsburgh i I found opportunities in West Virginia, one of the reasons that I moved here. Uh, we sold the aquarium restaurant in Morgantown, uh, around that time. We got involved with a radio shack in new Martinsville and, uh, sold that we were getting more calls from when we were in Pittsburgh, we had more calls from West Virginia than we did from Pennsylvania. Uh, we recently sold the, uh, Southern steel in uh, Clarksburg. a a business that was over over 70 years old, uh, was third generation. Uh, The owner actually lived out of state and he had a manager that ran the business very, very effectively. Uh, We managed to find a buyer who was in Fairmont, uh, Jim Brown with G.A. Brown. And it turns out the buyer and the seller knew each other from grade school when they were both in school in Clarksburg. So, uh, the owner, Bernie Cohen, uh, almost insisted that, that he work exclusively with his friend from West Virginia. And it, it took some time. We worked through some financing and it's, it's been a, a great match. Uh, it's really what we strive for is to take a good established business, in this case, a multi-million dollar business find a qualified buyer uh, that can run the business. In many cases, most cases, we deal with owner operator type businesses. So the skills of the, the buyer are also important. In this case, it was the buyer and the buyer's son who just uh, were a perfect match. And they, they found synergy with their uh, contracting business. Uh, all the employees were retained and the business continues forward. In most cases, when people successfully sell a business, we see an, an uptick, about 10 to 20% increase in in sales uh, with the new blood, some new energy. Why is that, just new energy? New energy, new marketing, and, and frankly, very often they, they invest additional capital also. Uh, they come in with a, sometimes there's strategic buyers that have a plan and uh, they see synergy where uh, businesses that have been uh, maintaining on a certain level for many years with technology very often, believe it or not, in the business that you're in that we find businesses that don't have websites and sometimes they they can do some very small uh, common sense things that that can boost the business tremendously.
1: Mm. yeah. Awesome, John. What's what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success?
0: I'd say I probably the uh, best thing I do at this stage is is networking. I meet people, and they're often buyers, often sellers, and very often they're prospective uh, brokers or what we call influencers. So uh, I work very, very closely with the with the buyers and sellers at this point, but I'm, I'm working a little more to promote the promote our company statewide and try, try to increase our exposure.
1: Excellent. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without?
0: You know, recently and, and I'm not a I, I'm 60 years old, so I, I'm coming into the technology kicking and screaming. But we found that many, many things that we used to do relied on paper. We had a briefcase, we had our files and file cabinets, and we'd have people sign off and uh, you know s- sort of sign things out, and we'd have to recover them as confidential information. We're finding now that uh, the the Data rooms, the virtual data room, electronic signature has changed our business tremendously. And it, what, it's really what enables us to work statewide with many sellers simultaneously without the need for getting signatures and always presenting in person. We like to and we, we feel a need to meet people face to face. We do a lot of meetings but those meetings aren't only to get a piece of paper signed, whether it be a listing, a non-disclosure, or a purchase agreement. All of that is happening very efficiently, uh, very quickly, uh, electronically. Uh, we've had closings electronically. Uh, we had a out of out of state buyer that bought the, uh, Mountaineer yellow pages a few years ago. And, uh, None of us met the buyer face to face until after he had signed a purchase agreement. We're actually involved in due diligence, so we're learning. Again, we're you know you're teaching old dogs new tricks, but the technology enables us to do so much more and provide so much more service uh, without a lot of the what we used to do with the clerical and the, the paper pushing.
1: Absolutely. I love it. Love it. Love it. John, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs?
0: I read a book a number of years ago by Jim Collins. It was called Built to Last. And there was a particular particular uh, acronym that I remembered called a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. And that, that stuck with me. I think I use that about once a week uh, the importance of choosing a big, hairy, audacious goal to motivate yourself, to motivate your employees. Uh, the example in the book was uh, John Kennedy announcing in the early 60s that before this decade would, out, would end, they would land a man on the moon and return him safely. And uh, at the time, it seemed sort of crazy, but it was very, very effective. And uh, I I try to use that in my in my business and and for myself as well.
1: I love it. Yeah, that's a great book. Uh, Jim Collins, James Collins.
0: A lot of good books out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's great. And for our listeners and our readers, we'll have links on our website uh, under the resources tab for that book. And I think that's the first time that that book has actually been recommended uh, in 30 or so interviews we've done so far on, on the podcast. So very cool. Thanks for mentioning that one. John, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia who could possibly help you grow Sunbelt, around the state of West Virginia, who would that be?
0: Well, you know what? I don't think he's there yet, but I I think I need to meet the secretary of commerce.
1: Yes. (laughs) The incoming.
0: I had a tremendous respect for Woody Thrasher. I, you know, the true business person right now, I understand that Clayton Birch is the acting secretary of commerce who I, I would enjoy meeting, but I, I don't know specifically, but I, I assume very soon We'll have a new secretary of Commerce and I just think that is such an important position to fill and that person can have such an impact on the the growth of the state and uh, hopefully can work with us to uh, prevent businesses from dying of old age
1: I love it I love your mission too by the way uh, John um, first of all you're awesome thank you for everything you and your team are doing around the state of West Virginia to to help uh, businesses avoid dying from old age and being able to connect um, buyers and sellers of companies to keep these jobs in place keep our economy growing strong and, and actually hopefully you know taking these companies that have been around for a long time or sometimes even a couple of years and, and grow them so i think you're on a great mission and I'm, my hats off to you and your team What's the best way for people to contact you or get, learn more about Sunbelt or even check out the, uh, the businesses that you might have for sale right now in our local area?
0: Well, fortunately, just about any way you search or Google business broker, West Virginia, Sunbelt, uh, you're going to be directed to our website. Uh, there's a national site. We're part of a network of 250 Sunbelt offices. Uh, Some are international, but uh, it's very easy to uh, search in West Virginia and it will take you directly to our office. Uh, you'll see our listings, you'll see our, our agents, the other brokers involved, uh, a lot of good information. And from there, uh, we don't get the number of phone calls that we used to get, uh, but it's you can respond via email. I do have my cell phone. Absolutely. Feel free to give me a call uh, directly. Uh, we're, we're very, very accessible and enjoy uh, any way you reach out to us. Again, everything we do is confidential. Uh, so you know certainly don't be concerned. Uh, if you are interested in buying a business, we'll send you a non-disclosure agreement and also a confidentiality agreement. Uh, that's the area that we are very concerned, and uh, we'll share what information we can. But if you expect to get information about a business, uh, on behalf of our sellers, we need to know who you are and a little bit about you uh, before we disclose confidential information about their business.
1: Perfect. Excellent. John, thank you so much for that. And we'll have links to all those um, to, your, to your actual web. Uh, site uh, location on there, on our show notes, on our uh, website, PositivelyWV.com. Thank you again, John, for being on the show. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories and companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state, just like John Lichter and his company, Sunbelt Business Advisors of Morgantown, our hope is that we, in some way, inspire and teach you guys by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and of course, we appreciate the comments, and encouragement, uh, the social media shares and all that kind of stuff and we encourage you to keep sharing that stuff out there. You know, We're getting uh, the, the Positively West Virginia story is getting told across the mountain state and we're just really glad to be a part of it and helping to tell these stories of these great company and companies and these great people that are doing cool stuff in our state. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host Jim Matuga.